Welcome, Whovians. This is Woke Doctor Who. This podcast is about race and representation in Doctor Who. If that's not where you're here, bye. But if you are here for passionate discussions about race, gender, sexual orientation, etc., then allons-y. If your kids are any younger than kind of teenaged, this is probably not the place for them. We're not promising to be tame in the future, you guys. Okay, so this is at least a PG-13 podcast. (laughs) At least. This is Eugenia and Toya and welcome to Woke Doctor Who. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to the first episode of 2018. Yay! So this episode, um, you know, this is exciting because we're kicking off officially our second year of podcasting, which is is so exciting. Yay! We made it. Yes. Um, and so we we conceived this episode as kind of our initially kind of our like sort of New Year's resolution episode, our way <laughs> of writing wrongs, our way of um, saying what we do in the future and um, sort of like, you know, kicking off the year. That's right. So um, and as we started talking about it, we we know that we've um Essentially, you so some of you have reached out to us after our episodes to give us your comments and your your um your take on things that we've said mm-hmm. or things that we've missed, and it's been we've really appreciated that. We really that. love that. Um, and so initially, we kind of you know because we're both kind of like perfectionists <laughs> and anxious people, we were like, okay, we gotta we gotta fix all of it, and we gotta answer everyone and and make sure that we call it out in the show, and we're like, yeah, our bad. But um, <laughs> but one of the things that we really realized as we were talking is that, you know, everyone comes from their own experiences and their only, only own experience, own experiences. And so when it comes down to it, we, nobody is ever in a place that they will necessarily know much more outside of their own little slice of pie. And so when people come to us and say, oh, this is a thing you overlooked, or this is, this is a certain, um, piece of representation that is missing from what you're saying mm-hmm. like it's it's more of just like we want that because we want you as the person who has experienced it to tell us yes because the whole point of woke doctor who is that not only are we looking into the universe um through the eyes of two feminists of color but it's also that we want to expand our own universes and the universes of everyone who listens to us. And the only way we do that is if we hear from folks who are in a different position in the universe than we are. Um, one of the wonderful things about Woke Doctor Who is that Eugenia and I are so different, even though we're also so similar. So we like many of the same things, but we come from two different backgrounds. And so we might see the same thing so differently. That's what makes the conversation so interesting for the two of us. It's what makes our friendship so interesting. And it's what's going to make our interaction with you guys so interesting is that you will see something that the two of us have looked at completely differently. And we want to hear about how did it look to you? How did it feel to you? What do you wish you would have seen in the Hooniverse that you haven't seen so far? Are you represented there? Um, and if not, 
what are the ways you'd like to see yourself represented there? We want to talk about it with you guys. So what we're trying to do right now is foster a dialogue. We're already really happy with the ways um, you guys have been engaging with us through email and through Twitter. If you're not following us, please do. We're at Woke Doctor Who. Um, I am a Twitter person, so I'm on there <laughs> frequently. If you do tweet us, you'll get a response from one or the other of us. Um, we sign them. So if it's from me, you'll see a T. If it's from Eugenia, you'll see an E. If we're just kind of speaking on behalf of Woke Doctor Who as a collective, <laughs> <laughs> then we won't sign it. But <laughs> yes, but usually one or the other of us will make it clear who, who you're talking to. Um, and so we really do want to hear from you. We've had a lot of fun with it so far, and we hope you keep it up. Um, and so one of the new ways that we're hoping that you will talk to us is through leaving us voicemails. So we have created a number just for Woke Doctor Who. Um, and here is the number. Write this down. We're going to put it on Twitter as well. So if again, if you're not following us, follow us on Twitter at Woke Doctor Who. You'll see all kinds of updates about how we're feeling about the latest episode that's on, any of the things that are on our minds, how we're talking to you guys. So keep up with us. But okay, so here's the number. 443-937-3115. Again, 443-937-3115. If you're not a Twitter person, or if you have more to say than what you can type with your thumbs, <laughs> please leave us a voicemail. Talk to us. We want to hear from you. And maybe you'll hear your voicemail on a future podcast episode. Maybe you'll get answered in a future podcast episode. Maybe you'll get tweeted if you're one of our Twitter followers. But we will talk back to you. We always want to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're super excited. We're super excited about that. Please do take advantage of this new way to get in touch with us. Or if you want to, send us an email. We read our emails. We engage with you around those. Send us a tweet. We'll talk back to you in 280 characters if that's your yes. preference. So we're just happy to talk to you. Yes. Given that we said that, this is a good segue into a thing that's going to come in 2018. Guess. Yes. Yes. So we haven't um, officially, well, like we've we've had people that are have been in, uh, have shown us interest on coming on, and mm -hmm. we're definitely interested, mutually interested. Yes, we've had mutual interest. Yes, um, for <laughs> we're for flirting guests. with a few folks. We at are. This point. <laughs> That's a really good way to describe it. We are. So um, we are uh, starting to really delve into some topics that we're very interested in, but mm -hmm. we don't necessarily feel like we have the the strength of experience to really yeah. speak to in its entirety. Yeah. So we're going to be um, in aiming this year to bring on more guests to really talk to us about the things that they know deeply mm -hmm. and very well. So yeah. um, <clears throat> we can't announce them yet because we're, we're not you know, gonna, we're, we're still, not gonna we're announce still that. In the, we're, still <laughs> we're in the, the flirtation, flirtation phase. phase. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have names to announce yet, but we do have some things in the pipeline and we have themes that we're really interested in exploring. Yes. Yeah, and so um, keep your ear out for those um, coming in 2018. But since we're on that topic, if you are one of those people who you think would be a great guest for Woke Doctor Who, why don't you let us know? Um, tweet us, send us an email, send us a voicemail. Tell us what it is that you know about that you'd want to talk with us about um, in relation to the Hooniverse or wider fandoms, right? And so... We're very interested in hearing from you guys and maybe 
maybe this will be an interesting little threesome. Who knows? (laughs) 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 We're interested in threesomes, foursomes, foursomes. Why not? You know, let us know what you guys talk about, what you know about. Um, What, what identities do you have that you haven't seen in the Hooniverse or that you have seen and you want to uh, discuss the ways you've been represented. Yeah. Um, and if you don't feel like Eugenie and I are the folks to talk about it and you want to talk about it for yourself, let us know. Mm-hmm. And we're interested in having that happen. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So like Toya just mentioned, in addition to the topics that we'll be branching out to and the the people we want to hear from, we are also ourselves going to be branching out to some other fandoms that we care very deeply about. Um, like, you know, for, for those of you that have been listening for a little while, you heard our Harry Potter crossover episode <laughs> from this past uh, holiday season. So we are going to be going back down that route because yes. there are many fandoms that make up our world. Yes. And there are many things that we care very deeply about. And mm-hmm. um, so we are definitely going to be branching out into those. Yes. So, so. <laughs> yes, we're both Hoovians, but we're also both Potterheads. Yes, we are, which you yeah. already know. Um, and so we're going to be um, planning an, uh, probably at least one episode, yes. if not more, um, this year to uh, move into the the Potter universe. It's yes. a little bit more in the Potter universe and less of a crossover. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're also going yeah. to be dipping our toe into Marvel yes! and our the upcoming <laughs> premiere of Black, Black Panther. Panther. <laughs> Woo! I don't think you will find two people all that more excited than the two of us are. <laughs> yes. Yes. About Black Panther. And when we when we drop that episode, you'll see exactly how over the top we both it's, went. It's, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> I am myself extra ridiculous about the whole thing. <laughs> My daughter is already mortified preemptively. Like it hasn't even happened yet. She's already embarrassed. It's going to be great. Pretty sure I'm going to look like I'm from Zamunda if I'm not from Wakanda. Like it's going to be a whole thing. There's going to be lots of gold and head wraps. Like just get ready. Okay. Yes. We're super excited about it. Um, and yes, yeah, so we're going to delve into the Marvel Universe Eugenia is way more into it than I am. Yes, um, comic book reader she's here. She's the comic book reader. <laughs> I have a a general working knowledge of the Marvel Universe. I can't say that I'm as, you know, steeped in it as she is, but I have seen most of the movies. And so, and I'll be watching all of the Captain America movies before Black Panther so that I'm particularly ready before the premiere. So. Yes. Those of you who are in the Marvel fandom, oh, wait. (laughs) There is at least one big show coming. And I'm sure all of you, because I have seen... I've seen stuff from the Marvel fandom. I'm sure if we get anything wrong, y'all will be more than happy to jump in and tell us (laughs) about the things that we've gotten wrong. And even the things we've gotten right, I'm sure you're going to be more than happy to talk to us about it. Yeah, (laughs) especially given every single Marvel podcast that I've ever listened to, there have been moments where I've just yelled at it because I'm like, (laughs) you're wrong, you're wrong. So I think comics just sort of bring that out in people. Yes, I do. I do think so. I mean, we're both used to being part of fandom, so we're used to that. We're used to being told that, you know, we're wrong on whatever. So, you know, we are not shrinking violets, (laughs) so I'm sure if you have things to say (laughs) that we will hear from you. And since we're saying that, let me put in another plug for our Google Voice number, 443-937-3115. Call on in and yell at us about (laughs) 
about Marvel. And if you're nice enough, you'll get a response. And if not, you'll get a rude gesture that you won't be able to see anyway because it'll be through voice. I like the idea of like having a, a mailbox for them to just put their stress for, for everyone to just call in and be like, I'm stressed out. All caps yelling. We will not be shocked if we just hear like incomprehensible rantings in the background because we said some stuff that you did not agree with. Um, but if you're just excited and happy about Black Panther the way we are, call in and tell us about that too. Tell us about how excited you are. Tell me how you dressed. Yes. For the premiere of Black Panther. I'm super excited <laughs> about that. Please tweet us with pictures. I'm super excited to see those things. So yes, we're super, super excited about Black Panther. Um, and I don't, I yeah, I can't get myself together. Yeah. Like, the idea of like Chadwick and, yes. oh my God, Daniel Kaluuya. Okay. I love Daniel So I have Kaluuya. a huge crush on Daniel Kaluuya. It's, an, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. One of my friends is going to a red carpet thing as we speak. And I told her to please track Kaluuya down and tell him how much I love him and slip him my phone <laughs> number if she is so inclined. Uh, yes. So, so yes, the, the, all of this blackness in one place on one screen. <laughs> Like, I think I might spontaneously combust, like, the first time I see Angela Bassett come on screen. I might. I'm so, <laughs> I cannot get myself together. Like, the fact that my heart is racing even now just talking about it is going to be a whole thing. It's going to be so yes. embarrassing. Okay, so. Yeah, because, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of our identity wrapped up in, in our fandoms, you mm-hmm. know? And a lot of, you know, we've spent a lot of our lives having to just connect to yeah. um you know all the white people we see yes. on screen <laughs> yeah. you know and so there we are going to be um you know like diving into the places mm-hmm. that <clears throat> we care about yes that seem to show they care about us too yes exactly and so exactly. um you know and as a segue into um, one of my favorite shows yes. is Steven Universe. Yay! And it's a show that really has done a great job with mm-hmm. representation. Yes. Great job with mental health, you know? Yes. And it's – so for us as two – women of color yes. feminist yes. nerd podcasters <laughs> we're kind of just ready we're ready yeah, to we just are. sort of branch out into the things that um we love outside of the universe and mm-hmm. we hope that you like we hope that you join us yeah, and we hope that you can you know like if if it's new to you maybe it'll inspire you to be into it yeah. too and if not maybe you'll just be like i don't know what this crazy stuff is but but hey. you might want to still <laughs> listen to us talk about yes. it because it might it might even just be interesting just to hear from some folks about why they connect with these things right and so like steven universe wasn't important to me to begin with it was important to my daughter Mm -hmm. who is 14 and she introduced me to steven universe slowly and kind of got me interested in watching it with her and that's when i found like how beautiful it was and how wide the representation was and all of the topics and themes that they address that you wouldn't even expect in something like a cartoon you expect this is for little kids or whatever mm-hmm. and it's so it's just beautifully done um and it's been so inspiring for my daughter who is an aspiring artist um and so i just love i love the idea that there are even more worlds that she and i explore together i've got i pulled her into uh the universe i pulled her 
into the Harry Potter universe. And now she's turned around and pulled me into the Steven universe. (laughs) And I just think that's really, I think that's really sweet. You know, that I've raised a a new generation of geek girls. That makes me very happy. (laughs) Um, And it's so, it's, it's just lovely. It's lovely to see the ways that the kids who are coming up behind us are connecting Mm -hmm. to these fandoms. And so we're hoping that you guys are interested in them as well. uh, And that you'll talk to us about them, that you'll let us know about your fandoms. Like, what are you in that we haven't talked about? Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll introduce us to something new. I'm, I'm open. And, and and y'all, I am a binge watcher. So if you have something on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon (laughs) that I should be watching, (laughs) let me know, (laughs) you know, why not? Yes. I will I will get myself immersed in another fandom with you. That'll mm-hmm. be fun too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, like we're really looking forward to this year and doing all of the things that we want to do mm-hmm. even around the Hooniverse and then in the Hooniverse itself. Yes. Like this year is a really banner year yes. for Doctor Who yes. with, you know, our new our TARDIS new team. And the TARDIS team. Yes, and our new doctor. Like oh, we're so, so, so excited. excited about it. And so you're you're gonna hear a lot from yes us this year <laughs> yes it's gonna be a lot coming it's gonna be a lot coming up so yes we're delving into other fandoms but woke doctor who is always going to be uh, based around the universe so there will be lots and lots of talk about the new tardis team yes. and our new doctor um and about new themes in the universe that we did not talk about in 2017 mm. so there will be more more and more and more discussion yes. coming up. So let's, so real quick, real yeah. quick before we, you know, before we jump off. Yes. Uh, <laughs> before we jump off our 2018, <laughs> woo, uh, let's, let's talk real quick about what our favorite things were from 2017. Yes, let's. Um, do you have one? Bill. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Bill. I don't know why every time I say Bill, I want to sing Ben, Michael Jackson. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Bill, Bill was the best thing about the entire last season. And you know how Eugenia and I felt about last season, if Mm -hmm. you've listened um, to some of our earlier um, episodes. But Bill was so wonderful to see that the actress herself, Pearl, is wonderful. But beside that, it was just wonderful to see represented on the TARDIS a young black woman, um, a young woman with natural hair that was so nice to see her afro every time. Uh, it was wonderful to see a black lesbian woman. That was wonderful. And so it was just Every time I saw her on screen, it kind of made my heart jump. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful for me to see myself, to see my daughter represented. That was so wonderful. And the way my daughter connected um, to her and really enjoyed seeing her every episode. That was wonderful. So I was very, very happy about that. Um, I think she got short shrift. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having her on the TARDIS for even that one season was beautiful. Yes, yeah. I agree. And when it comes down to being a lifelong Whovian, mm-hmm. a lifelong Doctor Who watcher, um, a lot of what I'm looking for is moments. You yeah. know, like a lot of what I I want is something to like reach inside me and stick there. Mm-hmm. And so along with the fact that we have Bill, there were two big moments that really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And that was that first episode where Bill walks into yes. the doctor's office. Yeah. The doctor's office at the school and their interactions. I don't think I'll ever forget that because finally – I feel like I finally got to see who Peter Capaldi is yeah, as yeah. a doctor after being a, being a fan of his outside of the Hooniverse mm-hmm. for so many years. And then to see just 
for once that sort of professor vibe yeah oh you know as someone who who was an academic was a scientist for many years like it, it's so nice to see that and see it well re- like represented in a way that doesn't necessarily go full dead poet society but mm-hmm. doesn't go like like full okay like academia is really competitive and awful and teachers are mean you yeah. know and so it was so nice to see that perfect little moment loved that episode and the other moment that really will always stick with me is well it's not necessarily one moment but one sort of bit Mm -hmm. is every time bill talked to her mom it just oh oh even now i'm getting like I'm getting for a little choked up. I'm getting for clumped <laughs> because it was just so beautiful and so yeah. heartbreaking. And, you know, this is what I've wanted from this show forever is yeah. the heart, you know, yeah. like it's for, as someone that is like a creature of the mind. Like mm-hmm. I, I live so much in like all things intellectual and all things logical, rational to see that moment just sort of reach right in and just, oh. Oh, yeah, that was so beautiful. Yeah, and is. Bill provided us that. Like, yes. Yeah, that was beautiful. I mean, I, I come from a family that uh, fosters kids. And I was just talking to Eugenia and our lovely producer, Justin, <laughs> um, <laughs> who you never hear, <laughs> but who is always sitting right here. And he just waved at you guys. Um, uh, I was talking to them about that experience uh, before we started recording. And so... Having Bill be a foster child was something that really connected to me uh, very seriously because I've had experience with so many foster kids over the years. And because I have a sister who is an adopted sister who I fell in love with as the kid who came (laughs) to live with us. And so that was really it was really lovely and touching for me to see um, play out on screen. I have to say that probably... My favorite single thing of the entire season was the doctor's last speech Mm -hmm. um, before he began to regenerate. And just hearing like that to me did not feel like the doctor talking. It felt like Capaldi talking. And I thought that was so it was so beautiful. I watched it over and over and over again and like cried my eyes out. Yeah. Um, Because I think I didn't because I had been so frustrated with that season. I don't think I realized how much I was going to miss him as the doctor because I think that Capaldi actually did something really to me what felt like new and beautiful with mm-hmm. the doctor um and gave the doctor kind of the the anger and the frustration and the grumpiness that I thought he had earned mm-hmm. <laughs> by that point in his existence and I really did love that and I think because so many other things had clouded my vision I'd forgotten how much I loved his portrayal of the doctor and so seeing him kind of burst through that and come out the other side of it and say, in all of this, be kind, Mm -hmm. you know, be kind to one another. Um, And that it was, it was such a wonderful way to wrap up what he had done with the doctor and to see that be the last thing. And then Jody's face come and her to just go, Oh, brilliant. Yes. I was like, yes. yes. Perfect. That was, those were perfect first words. Yes. Um, it was perfect first words for her to show up in this entirely new body. This is going to be an entirely new doctor because this is the first time we're going to see the doctor in a female body. Mm-hmm. And what will that be like? And it was brilliant. It was a brilliant mm-hmm. moment for me and for all of the other girls and women and femme identified folks to see somebody like that, um, show up. 
as the doctor was so wonderful. It was so exciting. I cannot wait to see what this is going to be like. Um, And I think it was the first time that I I ever felt that genuinely excited to see what the next iteration of the doctor is going to be. Yes, yes, I agree. And I think so much of it had to do, I mean, for me, I was already excited. We were all excited. Yeah. You know, every we just want to change at this point, you know, like, and even if we go back to a male doctor, yes. like, that's fine. That's fine. As long as we get this. We've because, had one. Right. We've, we've had, had a woman. <laughs> yeah, well, and it, yeah, we've had a woman now. Yeah. And so much of it is like, you know, part of, uh, again, you know, it's all about moments, yeah. you know. And so I, I can't, like, I can't think – you know, I had a favorite regeneration prior to this, mm-hmm. and that Me was – the, It was 9 to 10 yes. with the – oh, what was I saying? Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> Which was just brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. But this regeneration with Capaldi's speech and with that gorgeous moment with the ring dropping, yeah. oh, my God, it was so good. And, you know – um, it, even thinking about it, it gives me chills, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's such a great way to kick this all off, mm-hmm. you know, because it's suddenly telling us that it, it's suddenly, you know, some basically Chibnall and mm-hmm. Jody coming in and saying, hey, it's ours now, yep. you know, and they made it theirs, even if it was the same director for both yeah. uh, scenes. I don't know at which point the writing from Moffat stopped and yeah. the writing from Chibnall began, but like the... You know, what a director does, because I believe it was Rachel Tay that directed that one as well. Mm. Um, and she's she was responsible for some of those Bill episodes. So, you know, she kind of has to redeem herself in my mind just a little <laughs> bit because I'm just not okay. We'll be watching. I'm just not okay with that. But anyways, um, I know other people enjoyed it and enjoyed, their, enjoyed her directing. Um, but, you know, a, what a director does is make what is on the page come alive Mm -hmm. and to Mm -hmm. see it suddenly go from what we've been seeing with Moffat to just a complete change in tone. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it because it was so artful and it was so beautiful and it's something that I felt, you know, and I don't feel things a lot. So I'm like, this is great. This is great. This is going to make me a better person. (laughs) That's right. It felt good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how they introduce the entire team. Yeah, me too. Um, Because, you know, we're so used to there being one companion or at least one main companion because, you know, other folks folks come in and off but the idea of there being more than one is super exciting to me so I can't I can't wait to see that and um yeah so those were probably my favorite moments from the past season yes yeah yay all right do you think yeah I think you know we're we're ready we're ready and willing guys it's 2018 that's right it's a new doctor it's a new showrunner it's time grab us by the hand and run (laughs) yes run Run. with us run with us into 2018 we're excited to be with you guys again and you know hold on tight and get ready uh but with that I think I don't want to go I don't want to go but we we have have to to. we'll talk to you next time Bye bye bye